0: Welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your host, Arsenio. As usual, and today we're going to be diving into the language of negotiations. That's right. People, as promised, we're going to be listening, okay, to two different companies, okay, discuss negotiations. This is going to be very, very, very interesting stuff. We have Mammoth Construction, and then we have Smart Move, okay? One's a construction company. The other one is Communication Skills Specialists. All right, but boy, everything goes south very quickly in these two audios. You know me, I'm going to go rant. I'm going to rant like I rant, like I rant, like I always do. And we're going to go from there. So get ready to take notes and let's listen to the good stuff. Before I begin, I want to just make sure that I'm sharing the sound. Everything's good, fantastic. And so let's dive in, people. Uh,
1: Now, the next thing is we'd like to see some movement on price. We had a rather lower figure in mind than the one you've quoted us.
2: Okay, what sort
1: of figure are we talking about? Well, uh, something nearer to seven million euros.
2: Now, let me just check I understand you correctly. You're offering us seven million for the whole
1: construction contract? That's right. And what sort of timescale are we looking at? We would expect you to complete the project within 18 months.
2: How flexible can you be on that?
1: (laughs) Not very. We were hoping to have the plant fully operational by next September.
2: I see. Um, Can I make a suggestion? Go ahead. Well, would you be willing to accept
1: a compromise? That depends on what kind of compromise you had in mind.
2: Well, what if we offered you an alternative? What if you paid us two million in advance, two million mid-contract and another three point two million on completion?
1: On the schedule?
2: On schedule. 18 months or, or thereabouts.
1: Hmm. So that's uh, 7.2 million euros in all? Correct. And what if you run over schedule?
2: Then there would be a penalty. Uh, let's say um, 25,000 euros for each week we ran over schedule.
1: Hmm. I'm afraid this doesn't really solve our problem. What we need from you is a guarantee that the project will be finished on time.
2: (laughs) And as you know, I can only give you that guarantee by bringing in more outside contractors.
1: Which ups the price to your original bid of 7.8 million euros. Yes. At the moment, we do not see this as a viable option.
2: 7.8 million really is my best price on that.
1: Well, in that case, I think that's about as far as we can go at this stage.
2: And now, wait a minute—we're not going to lose this deal for six hundred thousand euros, surely?
0: How about this? Ah, there it is. There it is. So, if we look at this, let's break this down. Movement. This guy wanted to do seven million euros, okay? And obviously, you know, the whole construction project needs to be done within eighteen months. How flexible are you? She asks. Okay. And then she said 2.2, 2.2, 3.2, that's 7.2 million. Okay. And if it runs over schedule, 25,000 euros is what she would give them apparently. And so then the thing is she originally said 7.8 euros because she has to hire more outside contractors to get the job done. And so the problem with this is this guy was like, wait, 600,000 euros. You don't want to do this? Now, depending on the company's track record. Now, again, just think about it. It's a ridiculous amount of money. And unfortunately, uh, this guy, he's not so much of an asshole. It just feels like he's like, okay, well, we'll hire someone else for 6.5 and they'll do a shittier job for us. And this is how building collapses happen, right? Because when you hire companies that shouldn't have been building buildings from the very beginning, look at America. Look at China, this happens on a routine basis in China, buildings collapsing. Um, You know, Singapore, what happened about what 1980s, you know, Korea, you name it. A lot of countries have seen a lot of buildings. Bangladesh, right? So Bangladesh, I remember there are thousand to I don't know how many workers died in that place, but this place was poorly constructed. Why? Because whoever the dickhead CEO was accepted a very low bid to get very poor material to construct a building that shouldn't have been constructed to begin with, nor should it have that many people in there at the same time. This is exactly what the problem is. And so it's just shocking, depending on what this guy, what they wanted to build, the entire project, 18 months. I don't know what it is, but if it's anything over, God damn, even two floors, if it has more than two floors and you're willing to find someone else that would do a 6 million euro, 5 million euro, even a 4 million euro deal, to bring in subpar material. This is how people die. And so again, he should be not looking at it from a, a money perspective because obviously him being some kind of, you know, developer to do the job and stuff like that, he should have that money. But the thing is for the sake of everyone who's going to be in that building for whatever reason, that's your problem right there. So there it is people, me and she, again, she's like, look, we're just going to, and she's making them see, making them look at it from a different perspective because he's willing to throw this away. And me, what I would do, to be honest with you, like it would be a no-win scenario because he would just walk away. And i am be like, listen, check this out. Let me tell you what's gonna happen, okay? What's gonna happen? I just offered you 7.8, okay? We will finish that contract, let alone this is going to be a 100% fully sustainable building that will not have any problems in the future. You, because of it being just a little bit higher than you expected, are willing to sacrifice the lives of people who, in livelihoods of people who will be in this building at any point in time, just to save a little bit of money on your part. Now, I'll walk away from the table, and hey, you can consider it, and best of luck to you. That's it. Like, I could really give a fuck, because unfortunately, what ends up happening is that and so this is why you need YouTubers to expose different types of building projects and developments and stuff like that, because that lady, if he ended up paying another company, I would literally say, well, he didn't want to give us the project. He ended up doing this, uh, this specific company like Thailand, Italian Thai. They're very notorious, right? Uh, lots of workers always die. Uh, And this is simply because the greediest of the greed in this country. They get all the money by hiring workers from other neighboring countries, and they end up falling off big-ass crates from five-story buildings and everywhere else you could imagine because of the greed in this country. And this happens in just about every country, too. So like i said uh people need to expose companies like this so i'll leave that there and let's go into uh, the last one this is going to be a little bit of a test track 53 it's gonna be good extract two let's do it
3: right we seem to be nearing agreement but um before we finalize things can we just run through the main points once more sure Now, you'll provide a series of eight two-day in-company seminars for our telesales team over the next six months. You yourself will be conducting most of the sessions with two other trainers, using materials especially designed to meet our specific needs and approved by us four weeks prior to the first seminar.
4: That's correct.
3: And uh, let me get this quite clear each seminar is to have no more than 16 participants is that right
4: yes we find the seminars are much more effective with smaller groups
3: hmm i suppose you're right it does also mean running more courses but okay now since we are booking eight seminars we'll obviously expect a reasonable discount on your usual fee
4: um yes Could you give us an idea of what you're looking for? Because with this particular course... I
3: would have thought a 15% discount was fair. So that's 8 times £3,000 is £24,000 minus 15%, which is um, £3,600. And that would come to a total fee of £20,400. And you'd invoice us on completion of the whole series of seminars. Are these terms broadly acceptable?
4: Oh, well, just a moment. We haven't actually agreed on the discount yet. As I was about to say, with this particular course, there wouldn't normally be such a large discount. We offer 10% on five or more of our standard seminars. But this is a specially designed course for your personnel only. Obviously, we have to cover our development costs.
3: I should think you could cover them quite easily on just over £20,000, Mr Smart. No, my mind's made up. 15 per cent. Take it or leave it.
4: Well, now, I'm afraid we could only accept this on one condition. Which is? Um, we'd want a 25 per cent non-refundable deposit in advance. Done. You see, um, sorry?
3: deposit. No problem. I'll get accounts to make you out a cheque for, let me see, £5,100. Well, that's it. I think we've earned ourselves a drink.
4: Um. well, yes. Nice doing business with you.
0: (laughs) Oh my God! I don't know. I don't know. 50... Listen. If someone, if she said take it or leave it, I would say, excuse me, what did... See, I don't take things personal, but when you make me look like a dollar sign rather than a human being, because I'm a report guy. I said this plenty of times, I'm a report guy. If you make me look like a, just a figure, this is exactly what is problem in the world with just having typical garbage jobs. They were like, excuse me, you don't wanna work here, bye we'll hire someone else. The majority of jobs in America are exactly like that. You got big boneheaded dickhead bosses and they treat employees like that, whether it's a bar scene or the dental office or the medical, whatever it may be, they're monsters. Oh, not all of them. Uh, 90% of them are monsters. That's all there is to it. I've seen it with my own eyes in just about any seven, any setting and every setting in the world. Hell, even doctors mistreated both my, me and my mom back, what, 13 years ago when she ended up breaking her ankle, unfortunately. And this guy was the biggest dickhead in the world. A doctor, yeah. And not only him, it was another doctor. Welcome to Las Vegas. I'm just giving you a breakdown. Now, I'm a little bit off the beaten path, but I'm just saying, if you look at me as a number, or someone is just a passerby, I'm gonna say, you could kiss my ass. This is really hard though, because considering this guy would have made, ooh, probably about, I don't know, 6,500 USD. And then obviously the full price would have been, ooh, man, I don't know, I'm bad with the whole, uh, what is it, the currency and stuff. But 20,400 pounds, I'm guessing that's somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, $24,000? I have no idea. And he was like, well, you know what? As a counteroffer, 25% non-refundable, you're not going to get this back. And she's like, done. And she's like, I get accounts to hurry up and make out a check, a check for you. And that you know what? At first, celebrating with someone who said take it or leave it," it is very hard. That's number one. Number two, <laughs> you know, because at the end, she's like, oh, let's have a drink on it. I was like, bitch, you just knocked me up with the discount. I don't want to have a drink with you. Fuck you. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'll take the drink and I'll have a drink by myself. Thank you very much. Bye. Oh, my God. But anyways, in terms of that, the 15% discount and stuff like that, again, 25% non-refundable. Me, I'm a 50% upfront. I'm a 50% upfront, non-refundable type of guy. That's what you're already going to pay me. You think you're going to pay me at the end? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What's going to happen is hey, uh, if the, let's say the banks, going back to what I had said in the previous podcast, if the banks ever got back in contact with me, I would say, yeah, um, listen, I need a, I need the upfront payment of 50% non refundable. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to, those are the terms. I'm sorry. That take it or leave it. You know, you got to pay for at least the transportation costs. And when I end up moving to the other side of town with my partner, then, (laughs) you know, I'm going to have to go to this train station. then go from this place to that place. and That's going to take a good hour, hour and 20 minutes to get there. Okay, way different, way, way different than what I'm accustomed to doing. So uh, I wouldn't say take it or leave it. But yeah, you're going to have to do this. And if they say, oh, well, sorry, we can only pay midway through and me saying, hmm, so I'm going to have to take the train for probably about, I don't know, it'd probably be about eight working days into the city, nothing paid for it. Now, obviously considering where my finances are now, that's absolutely 1000% no problem. However, three years ago, me doing money chasing and working for other people who always like literally knock my price down based on the color of my skin, I would say, oh, no, no way. I can't do that because I don't have enough money. Now, I could still do that if they are a long-term client and whatnot, but I'm going to have to say, listen, we're going to have to follow a little bit of a procedure. At what day are you going to pay me? At what time do I have to collect this check? And where do I collect this check? And if I'm not able to collect this check, then who should I contact? I'm just saying, these are terms. These are terms. So what can be learned from this? Well, if someone says, take it or leave it, And if you're the main one in the decision, it's really hard for me to do business with someone like that. That's number one. Number two, you already know, considering two years ago, there have been people, I remember there was a group of Filipino nurses, as a matter of fact, there were five of them. And they got in contact with me and they wanted to pay me $2.50 an hour per student to learn IELTS. And I said, what the fuck? I was shocked. There was another lady from Pakistan who wanted to pay me $1.50. That's all she had. I said goodbye. I remember there's a really nice Nigerian lady that I had met. She was cool. She just never came back around. Uh, And I used to just do a lot of free consultations. And that's how people had taken advantage of me. I was the number one by far. I was getting it all, but not one of them turned into a paying client. None of them. That was 2020. That was me going into a people with no money market. But then I found the TOEFL market. Now, I still know that there are markets out there that aren't mine. And there are people that fit that description where, you know, they're very uh, standoffish. They don't like to communicate. They, I say, hey, thanks for following me. How do you know me? Facebook. Get the fuck off my IG. You're probably going to unfollow me within a week anyways. Blocked. Because I know that those people are just searching for free shit. Now, there are two other types of people. People on this podcast. And I love the people on my podcast. Love them. There were a couple of people. Oh, shout out to, um. oh my God, I don't know her name. Uh, but she's from Taiwan. Big shout out to you. I've been talking to you on IG. You are amazing. Going to be going to Georgia Tech or University of Washington. Uh, so big, big thank you for following me. And there's another uh, individual from Taiwan too who reached out to me. So big shout out to you guys. However, there are people that follow me on my podcast. They're like, oh, I know you from podcasts. And some of them, they either ask for answers or a couple of other things. And I'm just like, Okay. Now, two years ago, I would get customers for my podcast and they would always message me. Hey, I heard you my po- uh, on your podcast. Hey, listen, I need help with TOEFL. Dah, 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 dah. And that was the five. That's, I think I got like four students, four to six students that year uh, back in 2020 through the podcast. Now it's word of mouth. And word of mouth, more than likely, that's a 90% plus absolutely paying client because Obviously, they already know how good I am based on other people, to, you know, speaking, you know, speaking to me about that specific thing. So nonetheless, they never try haggling me. However, I did have some Colombian lawyers who said, hey, you know, us Colombians are willing to negotiate. And it was good because after a while I was able to get back at them and say, hey, you know, I got this course Listen, I'll give it to you for this off. So I made up a little bit of the little money, you know, and that was the first course that I actually had done uh with those two colombian lawyers it's so funny you know uh my girlfriend oh my god it was so funny one of them was like hey i'm going to go dive in da da, da 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 and i'm like damn doesn't it cost a lot of money to dive and i told my girlfriend they were like wait so they knocked you down 25 dollars but yet he's taken a flight to go on an expedition and diving somewhere is it that hundreds maybe thousands of dollars i'm like she's like don't don't allow that but it was the first preparation course now, there are other people, okay, actually on my podcast and who I still speak to today and coach, they're like, hey, you know what? I was, uh, you know, uh, do you give, you know, discounts or this or that? And I was like, uh, nope. They were under uh, understanding that, uh, you know, one course was only 12 hours, $100. And I'm like, listen, that's literally like $8 an hour. Are you crazy? I could go work at McDonald's in America if I wanted to do that no offense, a lot of people maybe look at that as a lot of money, especially if you're listening to me from India and stuff like that. But listen, when you're the top 1% in your field, and that's what I've been building my craft over the last four years. Uh, no, but she was like, oh, you know, if you get another course, you know, are you willing to do that? I said, check this out. It is May. If you pay for another course, i give you 20% because my birthday's coming up. That's what I told her. Okay. Only because my birthday and because I'm nice. And because if you had already paid a full course before, I got you. Okay. There was another lady, uh, you know, my, uh, the the Dominicanas, they said the same thing. Or I don't know if they asked me, but they're like, oh, you know, the discount, I can't remember. But then I'm like, hey, check this out. If you join my advertising agency class, the business that I'm actually teaching, Business English too, if you join the class, I will be more than happy to give you a fan, a, a wonderful discount of 20%. They were like, oh, fuck yes. And guess what? That ended up being one of the funnest fucking classes ever. It was so funny. Oh my God. People were laughing at this and that. Oh man. I love Dominicans, man. They're the best. Huh. Anyways, in saying that, wow, you got a lot to think about. You have a lot to think about. And with that being said, we're going to be doing some in-company interviews. And then after that, we have one last little phase, probably about a couple more podcasts. Uh, a few more. Maybe about, well, about five more podcasts from now. And then we're going to be switching it into season, I believe, nine. Can't believe it. So with that being said, people, stay tuned for more. I'm yours all as always, over and out.